welcome back to Word of Truth. So this, in this study, we're going to be talking about biblical faith. So faith has really been on my heart this last month, and I just really want to talk about what does it mean to have biblical faith, and why is it so precious to us? Like, why are we so blessed? Uh, what is it about biblical faith that is such a blessing? Um, so I'm going to start by reading a dictionary definition of biblical faith. Um, not a biblical faith, of faith. What does the world say that faith is? So I think this is from the Oxford Dictionary and it says, complete trust or confidence in someone or something, a strong belief based on spiritual conviction rather than proof. So I looked at quite a few dictionary definitions and that was one of the things that they all said, like that it's, a faith is a strong belief based on spiritual conviction as opposed to truth. So they're trying to like pit truth, like as a proof, sorry, trying to pit, um, spiritual conviction or belief against proof trying to say that uh having a spiritual belief is not actually pr there's no proof for it um which is obviously quite funny <laughs> to be honest with you but um yeah what the bible considers as you know this is trying to say that faith is not based on proof but that's literally goes against really what the bible actually um says that faith is um if we go to hebrews 11 verse 1 we get a we get a definition a biblical definition of faith so it says now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen so faith is evidence like the human dictionary is trying to say like faith has no proof whereas the bible says that faith is the proof like faith is the proof um yeah faith is literally the proof and it's based and it says you know faith is a substance meaning it is something tangible it's something you know something's a substance it's like it's made of real matter it's something tangible so for me biblical faith is hope made tangible because it says it's the substance of things hoped for so it makes what you hope for real that's what faith is and it's also the evidence it's the it's the evidence the proof the title deed the down payment of what the thing that you've desired for the thing that you're hoping for the thing that you want to see that they actually will happen and so with biblical faith it is actually you know pretty much our guarantee that the thing that we are believing for the thing that we are hoping for will actually um happen for me that's really exciting it's really exciting and you know the reason that faith is is the evidence is because of the one from whom faith comes from um obviously if the world the world doesn't can't see god they can't perceive god so they're saying that faith is you know based not based on evidence based on the fact that they cannot see god with their eyes therefore they don't see god as real if that makes sense but obviously we as believers who have had our eyes open we can perceive god you know the world so when the world talks about proof or evidence they're talking about something that they can something that they can use their five natural senses to perceive whereas as believers yes we have our natural senses but we also have our spiritual senses so we are able to perceive god we are able to see god to hear god to sense god whereas the world cannot so biblical faith comes from God, it stems from God. So it has to have its first foundation in in the one who is, you know, unseen with the natural eye. But that doesn't mean he's not, doesn't exist. 
if you once you have been you know made alive made awakened to to god you're able to see him able to perceive him but romans 12 verse 3 i'm gonna go there romans 12 verse 3 says for i say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think but to think soberly according as god hath dealt to every man the measure of faith so just that i was just to say like faith god has given each of us if you are you know a child of god you've, you've been saved by grace through faith then god has given you a measure the measure of faith like we all have a measure of faith and it came from god the next thing that i wanted to say about faith was that it comes by hearing so romans 10 17 romans 10 verse 17 says so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of god now when the world is talking about faith it's just they're actually talking about just something that from their perspective of what they understand anyway it's like they're talking about something that you are hoping to happen something that you believe in you know you can have a strong belief oh i'm gonna i believe like you know i have faith that you know this person this, this horse is going to win the race i have faith that you know you're going to do well in your exams like you can have that kind of faith where it's just based on yourself that there's no it didn't come it didn't come by hearing so i'm trying to get to that point but so there's a faith that the world perceives as faith is that it's just a strong conviction it's just a strong belief and when we come to the bible it says faith comes by hearing meaning it comes by hearing god hearing god speak hearing hearing god's words in whichever way that comes but hearing god speak that's when the faith comes so when god speaks it's as if his word um encompasses faith and as when we choose to receive that we receive faith and that becomes our evidence that becomes our down payment our title deed you know that becomes our guarantee that the thing that he has said is actually going to happen um yeah and that's that's literally it's like for us so i don't know about you but i'm in a place where i who wants okay who wants to go through life and live life just having the world's faith like faith where you just yeah you just hope that it's going to happen you're basically just hoping yeah it's great to have hope hope is a starting place like hope gives you a picture you know i wrote i'm gonna just share this uh i wrote not it was i wrote this post um on instagram like um so i'm gonna share what i wrote and it basically says hope and faith are not the same thing hope is the viewing of a house liking it and desiring to purchase it faith is having purchased the house but not yet moving in so i'm going to read it again hope is and faith are not the same thing hope is viewing the house liking it and desiring to purchase it faith is having purchased the house but not yet moving in so you have to start with hope like if you don't have hope so obviously there's people that are literally hopeless in this world and it's and it's terrible like jesus came to give hope to the hopeless do you know what i mean but we need hope like hope to be honest, as long as, you, that's how you know when you're living, like you're actually living is when you have hope. Because a person that doesn't have hope is literally a, it's a terrible place to be. Like that's literally a place of death, like to be hopeless. But as long as you're in this light, in this world, you still have hope. So even an unbeliever, as long as they're in this earth, they still have hope. But if you pass from here to eternity without Christ, then obviously you're hopeless. There's no more hope left for you. But as long as you're here, there's still hope. Um... 
But so hope gives you a picture of what you're believing for. So even, you know, from a from childhood you're encouraged to hope to dream the world loves talking about dreamers the, lo the world loves to encourage you to go after your dream and have a hope what is it that you are you know what is it that you are aiming to achieve what is it that you're going for in life and so you have from a from childhood you you know god has given us an imagination and he's you know that's so that we can use the you know the you know the eyes the eyes of our imagination to like be able to picture and that gives us a hope that spurs us forward it gives us something to to drive forward it gives us a target to aim for but you know nobody everyone wants to basically nobody hopes and think oh i don't want my hope to come to pass you want your hope the thing that you're hoping for you want it to come to pass but it's great to hope it's great to have a hope and to want it to come to pass to want to achieve that hope um but when you have God and God has now said that thing will come to pass, that is now faith because that's now saying, that's now surety. That's now your evidence. That's now your down payment and your guarantee that that will happen. So the thing that you are hoping for. So let's use the picture of the house. So I see a house. I'm like, I really like this house. That's my hope. My hope is to buy this house. My hope is the desire to have this house. But what faith does is that God says, I'm giving you this house. So God now gives you the title deed. He now gives you the keys to move in, but you just haven't moved in yet. So you actually have it, but you just haven't actually moved into it yet. You haven't, it hasn't manifested yet. So that's the difference between faith and hope. Hope is the, before you saw the house, you didn't really have the hope, but the seeing the house gave you the picture. It gave you the framework. You know what the house looks like. You know what you envision. You can see yourself living there. But faith is now, now you, it's yours. It's actually yours. Like no one can take it away from you. You've paid, you've paid for the house. You've got the keys. You've got the title deed. That's what faith is. And so when God speaks to us, he, he is like, he is the one who is our surety. He's the one that makes that if we, he's the one who makes what we are hoping for sure. Because if he says it, it's guaranteed to happen because of who he is. God cannot lie. It's impossible. You know, Hebrews 6 verse 18. I'm going to read that first. Hebrews 6 verse 18. That by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation and have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us. That by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie. Think about that for a moment. It's impossible for God to lie. So for me, it's impossible for, because it's impossible for God to lie. I want God to tell me what to what to have hope for like uh, if i have a hope i want to know lord is this something that is guaranteed i want to know i don't want to be going after hope like I, it's great like i, I want to it's great to have hope encourage me to have hope but the even better thing on top of that is to have god say that is yours like if god says that's yours then it's guaranteed and when you're going after it it's secure like it's certain I don't know how people live life, live as unbeliever, like where you have a hope and you don't know for sure that it's going to be yours. Like you're just going and obviously like kudos to you, the people that have, you know, achieved their dreams or whatever. But obviously personally, I want to live, I want to do God's will. I want to live, you know, I want to uh, achieve the thing that God has said are to be achieved. I, I don't want to be just basically aiming at anything. I want to make sure that I'm, 
you know, hope is your target. But I want to make sure the target that I'm going for is the one that God has secured. I don't want to just take any house. I want to take the house that God has paid for. <laughs> that's pretty much what, you know, what, um, that's pretty much faith. Like, you want, you're going after the target that God has paid for. So there's all sorts of targets that you can go for. That's hope. But faith is like, this is the one that God has said. And as a believer, it's like, that should be us. Like, we have to be in a place where it's like, we want, need to say, Lord, this is the hope. What are you saying about it? Is this you? Like, and if God gives you a word, you can go after that with full throttle. Like, I feel like it's such a privilege to be a believer because unbelievers do not have that security. They do not have that assurance. Obviously, they can't understand. How can you be so confident that it's going to happen? Because God said it's impossible for him to lie. Like, if this is not a, you know, 50-50 percentage, you know, 75-25, this is a 100% guarantee because God has said. Titus 1 verse 2. Titus 1 verse 2 and it says in hope of eternal life which God that cannot lie promised before the world began in hope of eternal life which God that cannot lie promised before the world began in pretty much in other words is that you know Jesus said let your yes be yes and your no be no yeah so when God promises it's not like he doesn't have to say I promise you like God just has to say it. Like, his yes means yes. That's literally just it. And so for us, it's like, we must get to a place where we find out what is God saying. We go after the hope that God has for us. And then it's, that's faith. Like, the faith that comes by hearing God has said it. Like, basically, it's like, you can have a hope. You can have, you know, God, there can be a design in your heart, whatever, all these things. It's like, find out what God is saying. Is God saying it? If God's saying that's yours, then go after it 100. Because... God has said, God has paid for that thing. God has made it certain. God has guaranteed, God has put his stamp on that. That means that is the one to go for. Um, that for me is like the key, key thing. Like we, biblical faith is like literally going after what God has secured. Uh, Hebrews 11 verse 6. Hebrews 11 verse 6 says, but without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. But without faith, it's impossible to please God. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. That makes sense. Think about the picture that we're using. God has, hope is, you know, you is viewing. You view all these houses, but faith is God saying, that's the house I have for you. Yeah, so if you don't have God say, that's the house I have for you, you can choose any of the other houses. That's obviously not going to be pleasing to him because the house, let's say he chose house A, but then you had hope in B, C, D. But God had God bought house A for you. If you have faith, that means that you found out the house that God has for you and you went after that. So obviously you're going to please him because you're going to fulfill his will by going for the house that he bought for you. And so for us, it's like we have to diligently seek him. Because if we don't diligently seek him, we will not know what is the hope, which is the one we're supposed, which is the target we're supposed to aim for. Like, we will just go after anything, which is the same thing the people of the world do. They just go after anything. And yes, you can make it happen. Because guess what? God has given us all gifts. God has given us all ability to create wealth, etc., etc. But at the end of the day, it's not about that. It's about doing his will. Like, that is literally what this life, that's what it's about. It's about doing his will. And without faith, like, without 
hearing, faith which comes by hearing, without hearing, which is the one to go for, which is his will for you, you cannot please him. And so like that is literally, you know, the key, key thing for this video today. Um, so I'm going to go to John 14 verse 17. So we have to hear God, you know, and if, if that is literally, you have to hear God. So if it's hearing God is what you've realised, okay, I don't know how to hear God, then that is really like a place to start. Um, you know, I made a, I've, one of these Word of Truth videos I've made have been about five ways to hear God's voice because God doesn't all, God doesn't speak one way. So that's a good place to start in terms of to recognise that God doesn't speak one way. But it's really about cultivating your ability to hear, your ability to perceive. That should be something that you, you know, make a priority because as a believer, how are you going to please God if you don't have faith? And how are you going to have faith if you can't hear? Like you have to be able to hear. That's literally the key like i don't understand how we're supposed to fulfill god's will if you can't hear god like it doesn't happen by default which is what some people think it really doesn't john 14 verse 17 says even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not neither knoweth him but ye kn ye know him for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you so jesus is basically talking about the holy ghost that's going to come spirit of truth the world couldn't perceive him the same way. Basically, the, the reason for reading the scripture is to say that the world cannot perceive God. The world cannot perceive God. But as a believer, you can. God is not, you don't, you cannot live by these, that you, these senses, your physical senses. Those are not, the, that's what the world uses to assess whether this is evidence or proof. They say, I can see it, I can smell it, I can taste it, I can touch it. I can hear it with my physical senses, but we have spiritual senses. When you were saved, you know, Jesus, the spirit of God is inside of you. You have a spiritual being. You're not just a body. You are a spirit, you know, with a soul that lives in a body. Let's look at um, Thessalonians, the scripture. First Thessalonians 5.23. First Thessalonians five twenty three, and it says, "And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly, and I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body. You have a you spirit, soul and body. You're not just a body. You cannot just be thinking the only real thing about you is your physical. You are, you have a spiritual eyes. You have spirit. You know that's why the scripture talks about the fact that the God of this world." has blinded you know the mind of unbel the mind of unbelievers your spiritual senses can be blinded because before you were saved you had a veil you could not use your spiritual senses you could not perceive god you could not see or understand the things of the spirit but now that you are you are saved you can and so it's a case of finding out what god is saying and using your spiritual senses to see the evidence to see the proof and obviously those see in the spiritual senses is to hear god to perceive god and that's the things i spoke about in that video five ways to hear god's voice i'll probably put the link in this video so god cannot lie and so as a believer in order to hit the right targets basically which one should i go for there's many things you can hope for many things we can hope in but hoping for the one that god has guaranteed i don't understand why you wouldn't want to do that. That's that is the way to go in life. It's like, Lord, 
what this is the hope should i hope for this god says this this is the one that i'm paying for this is the one that i put my stamp on this is the one that i'm guaranteeing this is the path that i have for you follow that one trust me it's going to happen because god cannot lie that's literally um it but what one thing i do want to say about biblical faith is that yeah so biblical faith is about being sure is having a surety of the thing that you're hoping for so it's going off of the target that god has put his stamp on the tar- the the path you know that is guaranteed because god has set that one before you um but having biblical faith doesn't say that you cannot doubt sometimes you know sometimes we feel like you know we say oh i don't have enough faith but if you think about i think it was the centurion that said you know help my unbelief you can have faith, you know, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. You can have faith, but also doubt. But the thing is to just, with those doubts, to cast down, you know, every thought that opposes itself. Because at the end of the day, going back to the fact that faith comes from God, it doesn't really have anything to do with you. <laughs> Sometimes we think that the faith has to do with us. Like, I don't have enough faith. But going back to that scripture in Romans, it says that we all have the measure of faith, which means that we have enough faith. Sometimes doubt just comes and we have the wrong thinking but we have faith faith comes by hearing faith comes from the word of god faith has got nothing to do with you like in terms of not to do with how much you believe it's about what god has said and if you're being obedient you know because it says that faith about works is dead so if you're being obedient you can be obedient and still like doubt sometimes like you can step forward in what god told you to be like mate <laughs> you know i'm sure abraham was not just singing the whole way as they're taking isaac he was thinking mate i'm walking in obedience but mate i'm like i don't know how god is going to do this but he's going to do it somehow you don't you might not know or understand it completely but you're doing it in in faith and in obedience the second timothy 2 13 second timothy 2 13 and it says if we believe not yet he abided faithful he cannot deny himself that's that's really just what i wanted to just share there sorry wanted to share there which is that god cannot deny himself so if god has bought the house for you and then you say oh man i can't find the keys i can't find the keys you might have misplaced the keys the house is still yours god is still still bought the house that's still the house that you've chosen you haven't changed his mind it's just a case for you to just get back online find the keys (laughs) find the keys find what you lost regain what god said what did god say pick pick up the word again so literally it's not about biblical faith comes from god it doesn't come from ourselves whereas in the world people that have faith have faith in themselves have faith in you know they're going to do it. i'm going to make it i'm going to make it they have the faith in themselves there's no surety we cannot be sure in ourselves we are not you know man is fickle to be, to be honest with you but god is faithful god is secure like having a faith that comes from him and he's guaranteed it then it means that because he said it it will happen because he i think that's just the key thing like if he said it then it will happen obviously you know he said that's the house i've chosen for you that's the house i've chosen for you that means you have to now move into the house you have to move towards the house but obviously that's the house that he chose for you so he hasn't changed his mind it's up to you if you never move into the house and you never move into the house but at the end of the day faith didn't the faith didn't come from you it's him that bought the house you didn't buy the house he bought the house you might have desired the house hope for the house i've got the picture of the house but he bought the house so just to recap the world views faith 
you know, they say that it's something that's not based on proof. But obviously, God is our proof. You know, we, when they don't understand that God, they don't understand the whole thing, like, of you moving from darkness into light. They understand that, you know, your spirit man was quickened. They don't understand those things. They cannot perceive it. But we have spiritual senses and we can perceive it. I'm going to read Isaiah 55, verse 11. Probably to end. Isaiah 55, verse 11. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. Oh, I just felt that, Lord. In the thing whereto I sent it. For me, I just saw this picture. When God speaks, you know, he spoke a word. Um, he said that his word will not return to us. But I saw him speak a word and it went into us. And he said, he said, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. And I just saw that he sent his word into our, into our hearts. And that word, you know, as it abides in us, will produce fruit and it will, and it will not return to him void. So the faith, when he speaks, the faith comes into us to obey him. Like faith without works is dead. And that works is really obedient. God gives a word. So God says, you know, leave. God says, go. God says, I will make He'll give, he speaks a word and the, the faith is in the word, comes into you and that ignites you to move forward in obedience. But we have to seek the Lord, you know, we have to seek him diligently to find out what he's saying. Like, it's too easy for people to, well, I don't find it easy. I don't know, I think it's harder to live this life without God. I don't understand how you live this life without God. But it's too, you know, too, the natural man is, is, it's like natural to just live this life without God, to just do what you please and go after your own hopes. But it's like, have a hope, but find out what, is this the hope that God has? Like, is this the one that God is securing? Is this the one that God is, um, God has, God is purchasing is this the what is this God's will is simply put is this God's will and that is really by hearing God you know perceiving God finding out what he's saying using your spiritual senses and you have to be able to that's really about um, maturity because that scripture that talks about the fact that having your senses you know mature to be able to discern between good and evil and that's really what we need to learn to do is to train our spiritual senses to perceive God, to know the will of God. That's really what it is about growing up in Christ, finding out what the will of God is and fulfilling it. I pray this has encouraged you to find out where, which target God wants you to aim for. Like, be diligent. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. You know, he who comes here must believe that God exists and that he is the rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So seek the Lord, find out. And if it's a case of you don't know how to hear his voice, let that be your priority. Because how are you going to fulfill God's will if you don't know how he speaks to you? So I just really pray that this has blessed you. Be encouraged. Yeah, go after the target. Go go down the path that the Lord has set before you because that is the path that's guaranteed. That's the path that God is all over. That's the one where he is like, yeah. So just follow after that. So I pray you're blessed. See you next time on Word of Truth, guys. Bye.